Welcome to the Enchanted Library, where we turn the pages of books, beautiful and old, living and magical. It's time to curl up, get cozy, and join us on an adventure. Viking Tales, Chapter 7, Harold's Battle Now King Halfdan had many foes. When he was alive, they were afraid to make war upon him, for he was a mighty warrior. But when Harold became king, they said, He is but a lad. We will fight with him and take his land. So they began to make ready. King Harold heard of this, and he laughed and said, Good! Foe's fear is thirsty! and my legs are stiff with much sitting. He called three men to him. To one he gave an arrow, saying, Run and carry this arrow north. Give it into the hands of the master of the next farm, and say that all men are to meet here within two weeks from this day. They must come ready for war and mounted on horses. Say also that if a man does not obey this call, or if he receives this arrow and does not carry it on to his next neighbor, he shall be outlawed from this country, and his land shall be taken from him. He gave arrows to the other two men, and told them to run south and east with the same message. So all through King Harold's country men were soon busy mending helmets, and polishing swords, and making shields. There was a blazing of forges and clanging of anvils all through the land. On the day set, the fields about King Harold's house were full of men and horses. After breakfast a horn blew. Every man snatched his weapons and jumped upon his horse. Men of the same neighborhood stood together, and their chief led them. They waited for the starting horn. This did not look like our army. There were no uniforms. Some men wore helmets, some did not. Some wore coats of mail, but others wore only their jackets and tights of bright-colored wool. But at each man's left side hung a great shield. Over his right shoulder went his sword belt and held his long sword under his left hand. Above most men's heads shone a points of their tall spears. Some men carried axes in their belts. Some carried bows and arrows. Many had ram's horns hanging from their necks. King Harold rode at the front of his army with his standard-bearer beside him. Chain armor covered the king's body. A red cloak was thrown over his shoulders. On his head was a gold helmet with a dragon standing up from it. He carried a round shield on his left arm. The king had made that shield himself. It was of brass. The rivets were of silver with strangely shaped heads. On the back of Harold's horse was a red cloth trimmed with the fur of ermine. King Harold looked up at his standard and laughed aloud. Oh, war lover, he cried, you and I ride out on a gay journey. A horn blew again, and the army started. The men shouted as they went and blew their ram's horns. Now we shall taste something better than even King Harold's ale, shouted one. Another rose in his stirrups and sniffed the air. Ah, I smell a battle, he cried. It is sweeter than those strange waters of Arabia. So the army went merrily through the land. They carried no tents. They had no provision wagons. The sky is a good enough tent for a soldier, said the Norseman. Why carry provisions when they lie in the farms beside you? After two days, King Harold saw another army on the hills. 
Foreseen, he shouted, up with the white shield, and go tell King Hacky to choose his battlefield. We will wait but an hour. I am eager for the frolic. So Thorstein raised a white shield on his spear, as a sign he came on an errand of peace. He rode near King Hacky, but he could not wait until he came close before he shouted out his message, and then turned and rode back. Tell your boy king that we will not hang back, Hacky called after Thorstein. King Harold's men waited on the hillside and watched the other army cross the valley. They saw King Hacky point and saw twenty men ride off as he pointed. They stopped in a patch of hazel and hewed with their axes. They are getting the hazels, said Thorstein. Adun, said King Harold to a man near him, stay close to my standard all day. You must see the best of the fight. I want to hear a song about it after it is over. This Andun was the scald who sang at the drinking of King Halfdan's funeral ale. King Hacky's men rode down into the valley. They drove down stakes all about a great field. They tied the hazel twigs to the stakes in a string, but they left an open space toward King Harold's army and one toward King Hacky's. Then a man raised a right shield and galloped toward King Harold. We are ready, he shouted. At the same time, King Hacky raised a red shield. King Harold's men put their shields before their mouths and shouted into them. It made a great warring war cry. Up with the war shield, shouted King Harold. Horns blow. There was a blowing of horns on both sides. The two armies galloped down into the field and ran together. The fight had begun. All that day, long swords were flashing, spears flying, men shouting, men falling from their horses, swords clashing against shields. Victory flashes from that dragon, Harold's men said, pointing to the king's helmet. No one stands before it. And surely, before night came, King Hacky fell dead under foe's fear. When he fell, a great shout went up from his warriors, and they turned and fled. King Harold's men chased them far, but during the night came back to camp. Many brought swords and helmets and bracelets or silver-trimmed saddles and bridles with them. Here is what we got from the foe, they said. The next morning King Harold spoke to his men. Let us go about and find our dead. So they went over all the battlefield. They put every man on his shield and carried him and laid him on a hilltop. They hung his sword over his shoulder and lay his spear by his side. So they laid all the dead together there on the hilltop. Then King Harold said, looking about, This is a good place to lie. It looks far over the country. The sound of the sea reaches it. The wind sweeps here. It is a good grave for Norsemen and Vikings. But it is a long road and a rough road to Valhalla that these men must travel. Let the nearest kinsman of each man come and tie on his hell shoes. Tie them fast, for they will need them much on that hard road. So friends tied shoes on the dead men's feet. Then King Harold said, Now let us make the mound. Every man set to work with what tools he had and heaped earth over the dead until a great mound stood up. They piled stones on the top. On one of these stones King Harold made runes telling how these men had died. After that was done, King Harold said, Now set up the pole, Thorstein. Let every man bring to that pole all he took from the foe. So they did, and there was a great hill of things around it. Harold divided it into piles. 
This pile we will give to Thor in thanks for the victory, he said. This pile is mine because I am king. Here are the piles for the chiefs, and these things go to the other men of the army. So every man went away from the battle richer than he was before, and Thor looked down from Valhalla upon his full temple and was pleased. The next morning King Harold led his army back, but on the way he met other foes and had many battles and did not lose one. The kings either died in battle or ran away, and Harold had their lands. He has kept his vow, men said, and ground his father's foes under his heel. So King Harold sat in peace for a while. Thank you for joining us today. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review on your favorite podcast platform and share our podcast with a friend. Stay connected by following us on Facebook at facebook.com slash enchantedlibrary. If you'd like to support the work we do, you can visit our Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash enchantedlibrary. We appreciate your support. Until next time, friends, happy reading. Happy reading.